Hello, friends. This is Taver Lee, and you are listening to Grit and Grace. We are here for soul-level conversations that will take us across the veil in mystical and magical ways. I invite you to leave what you know at the door, open your heart, and receive. If you want to find out more information, make sure you go to moontempleschool.com. And now let's get started. Welcome back to Grit and Grace. Today we're going to be talking about a really important topic, and this is an episode that you may wish to save and call it up again when you need it, because we're going to be discussing how to stay in the fire when transformation is upon you, when everything feels like it's burning down. And I know that so many of us are going through massive transformation right now, and we have been for the last several years. And the thing is, is that this is not going to change. We are going to continue to evolve as the energy, the denseness of our planet continues to change. And transformation can look like many, many things. You may be up-leveling. You may be going through a dark night of the soul. You might just be growing. You might be experiencing death and rebirth. You might be experiencing all of these things at the same time. I know that I am and have, and I know hundreds, if not thousands of others that I work with are as well. And it's important to discuss how we stay in the fire when it feels like everything is burning down around us. Because we have these coping mechanisms that we all rely upon. It could be distraction. It could be an addiction. It could be anything. Like It could be a complete checkout of what's happening in order to not feel or experience what you are currently experiencing. And this can be a beautiful process. It can also be soul-wrenching. Change is hard. Change is hard for our mind. It's hard for our body. It's hard for our spirit. We are not necessarily taught how to navigate massive transformation, and yet here we are going through it. And so I am, of course, here to talk about this from primarily the spiritual and how that impacts your body level. But I do want to add this caveat if you are experiencing something that is deeply traumatic or have deep trauma that has been unresolved, don't allow this work or shadow work or staying in the fire work to replace your need for therapy. I'm an advocate for therapy and especially I'm an advocate for trauma-informed therapists if you have unresolved trauma. And of course, trauma runs a spectrum. It could be something very deep-seated that you haven't addressed and it could be something small. You decide what support you need during this time. You can also work with a coach. It can be a trauma-informed coach. It can be a spiritual coach like myself who works beyond the veils, (laughs) beyond the veils alongside you, but you find what's supportive to you. So I'm going to be talking today about specific tips and tools that you can use and build into your life all the time and how to utilize what you have access to on your own. That's what I'm going to talk about today, but do not allow this to negate the need to seek outside support if necessary. And the tools we're going to talk about are really around how to stay grounded and how to stay connected to your body no matter what is occurring. And that means staying in the fire. It means staying in the fire of the depths of the emotion that you're feeling. 
I'm going to remind you that that might be an ecstatic level of joy that comes from growth and up-leveling. That is transformation. And that is a lot. That is being in the fire. Being in the fire isn't just the death portion. It's not just the transformation and everything's changing and nobody can relate to me anymore. And I'm not sure if I'm living my purpose and I don't know how to access my spiritual gifts. And then why the fuck am I here doing what I'm doing? That's not all that the fire means. Staying in the fire also means, oh, wow, I might be reaching my own upper limit. I might be experiencing something so profound and so massive that maybe it's not real. Or maybe my family is not going to be able to relate to me anymore because I'm exceeding experiences in this earth school that we're all living than people that I know ever have. Staying in the fire is allowing that to be real, not to make yourself small, not to take yourself out of the transformation so you remain relatable to others. So know that the fire that I'm referring to can be any of these I want to say polar opposites, but really it's a spectrum. It's like the pendulum swings from the heights of the greatest amount of joy and pleasure to the depths of this gut-wrenching pain. Transformation, death and rebirth, growth, up-leveling is all transformation. And we all go through it. And how we navigate it is entirely up to us. No matter what external inputs are happening or external causes that we may not control. We always have control of ourselves and we always have control of the access to tools that we desire. So let's talk about that today. And so I want to, I want to reference this as something that I've talked about on this show before, which is being in the swamp or being in muddy waters, like really being in the muck of emotions that are really hard, foreign, unknown, deep, and transformative. Let's take a breath. (sighs) If you're with me here on the show, you know how important it is for me to always share rituals and practices that I know work, not just for me, but for many of others that I work with. Because at the heart of what I do is bringing forward ancient rituals and practices that have been used for thousands of years that don't necessarily fall in line with what you might find in a book or a quick YouTube video that's going to give you a spell to, you know, to end that relationship or to cut the spiritual ties or to cut the cords. I don't, I don't really do the surface level. I go deep. And so we're going to talk about the depths of what that means today and then how to bring it into your human existence. Because here's where I'm different in my experience from a lot of other spiritual coaches is we can work beyond the veil in high magic and in ceremony. And I do that daily. Just so we're clear, I do work spiritually for myself, on myself, in my field, on my energy daily. This is truth daily. And yet that is not the most important piece. The most important piece is when I do that, how do I bring it into my body and into my human existence? Because I'm still being, I'm still here as a human, having a human experience, just like you. We're still going through it every day. And so that's where this information differs a lot from other spiritual coaches and mystery schools is they want to work really high level cosmic energy and don't bring it back to the body, to the earth, to where we reside, which is in our body. Okay, so we're going to take one more deep breath. 
I want you to ask yourself in this moment, where do you feel that your life is transforming? Recognize that it may only be one part of your life that is in this massive transformational stage, and yet everything feels like it's transforming, but it's likely one part piece connection thread that's going through change. And we know that it impacts every other area of our life because we are experiencing it in our body. So everything is experienced by it. So just think about that for a moment. What area of your life are you experiencing the most transformation? Okay, so let's start with step number one. Step number one is I want you to understand that escaping the emotions of this transformation is not going to help you. It will not. We may need periods of respite while we're in the fire. We may need periods of respite, and that's fine because we are still functioning. Many of us are still parenting or have jobs or obligations, and we can't go live up in the mountains for three months in our grief and process our emotions and come back healed. Most of us can't do that, which means we're, we're, we're still living. So we might need respites from feeling the depths of whatever it is you're feeling in the moment, but you need to feel it. You need to stay in it. So I mentioned earlier this idea of how we numb out, and I see it all the time, all the time in all of us. In fact, I would say that this is a subconscious pattern that many of us have, and we don't even realize that we're doing it. And the perfect example, of course, is our, our mobile devices, our cell phones, It is the easiest, fastest way to check out from what you're feeling in this moment by going to an external source to see what's going on with other people in order to get out of what we're feeling. Ah, I know I talk about this a lot, about the fact that I live a notification-free life. I, I invite you to ask yourself, when you are in these muddy waters and you're feeling all the feels of this transformation and the fire is licking at your feet, what do you do? what do you do? Do you check out? Do you go on social media and tune in and hope that that's going to make you feel better? Do you go out to nature and do you allow the earth to hold the depths of your emotion? Do you consume something that allows you to be in an altered state to not feel that emotion? Do you totally chill and watch 10 hours of television as a way of distraction? And I'm not saying any of these any of these are wrong. They're not wrong. This is not a wrong or right. This is just a let's recognize what happens when we are in the fire. What happens? What do we do? This might be the type of episode that if you're listening to it while you drive, <laughs> that you come back to it with a notebook and allow this to be a class for you. Maybe this episode is going to be a class for you where you can take notes and focus in on what are your patterns? Because we're all different. Everybody's going to be different. There's not going to be a single human that's going to handle the fire of transformation the same. We're all different. Our experiences are different. The lenses at which we view the experience is different. The stories we tell ourselves during it and how we perceive what's happening is all going to be different. So it would be a good time to get a journal and piece of paper. So you start with just recognizing where in your life are you experiencing transformation that for you feels like you're in the fire. And then number two, what do you do when you feel that? Do you have spaciousness to allow yourself 
to go into it. So this is going to be number three. I think I forget numbers when I'm talking. (laughs) I'll say, I think this is number three. Do you allow spaciousness for yourself to go into those emotions? Like literally step in the center of the fire and how to do that? Well, it might take five minutes for you. You might have an hour available. You might have a day or a half day. You might have an evening. You might only have an early morning rise before you continue on your day with work and family. Only you're going to know what spaciousness you have available, but can you set that aside? Can you find time? And listen, I know we have really busy schedules. I do as well, but we can find time. So find time to allow spaciousness. And to add on to the spaciousness, I want you to remember that the goal of spaciousness We are specifically talking about when we're in the fire of transformation. This is not creating rituals, just rituals. This is not meditation. All of those may already be a part of your day, and hopefully they are if you're listening to this show or you've been in mystery school with me. You have a a set of rituals that you do every day to work on your alignment, to work on your energy, to create the transformation in the flow and container that you desire it to be as often as possible. That's why we do rituals. This is why we do witch work. But when you're in the thick of fire, it may require you to alter what you're doing and add additional time on so you can sit in it. And what do I mean by sitting in it? I mean, find a quiet place. Here's here's the tactical human tips that you need. Find a quiet place. Turn off your phone. Or if you need music, turn on airplane mode. Turn off your phone. No people no obligations, and give yourself fucking permission to sit in the center of that fire of emotion and feel it and feel it. Because here's what happens. The more we feel it, the more we have access to tools to be able to move it out of our body. The more we feel it, the more our body is accustomed to feeling it, And the quicker we're able to heal or create solutions, the more we feel it and acknowledge it, the less it's stored as trauma within our body. That's the key. If we ignore it, we all know. We all know what happens if you ignore trauma, stress, transformational change, deep emotion. If we ignore it, it comes out in some twisted, skewed, unhealthy way somehow It always does. So we need to make space to feel it. My invitation to you is turn off all your devices, get yourself out in nature. If you don't live in a location where you can easily find a quiet, solitude place in nature, go into a closet. (laughs) I do, this is funny, I do more work one-on-one with my spiritual clients, my spiritual coaching clients in their closets and in their cars than anywhere else because that's where they have privacy and quiet. So find a place to go be quiet and allow the emotions to flood your body. In fact, I will give you a very quick, short way to bring these emotions into your body. So if you are taking notes, write this down. Close your eyes. Take a couple of really deep breaths. And 
And now think of the issue that you're facing or the emotion that you're feeling. Just let it bubble. Let it bubble from your belly up and through your body, down and through your legs. Picture the depths of this emotion flooding your body. And sit with it. Feel it. If you need to cry, cry. If you need to rage, rage. Go outside, rage. Go into your car, lock the doors, and yell at the top of your lungs as many swear words as you need or whatever you need to say. Rage. Or if you need to hug yourself, hug yourself. If you need to laugh, laugh. Whatever emotion, right? We know that emotion is just energy and motion. So whatever you're feeling by allowing this transformational area of your life to fully come into your body, let it express. And I'm just going to remind you, if you have a type of trauma that needs an additional support, Get support before you do this. Get support. Get support. Message me. Join me in mystery school. Find a life coach, spiritual coach, or therapist, and continue to do this work in between. Because we all know that there's not a single therapist or coach that's going to sit with you 24-7. Okay, so I think that we're at step three. This might be step four. I don't remember. I'm just going to use whatever number I want. I'm going to say this is step four. So once you've allowed yourself spaciousness to feel it, then I want you to actually check in with your body and note how you feel. Where is this originating from? Where is it stored? What has been triggered in your body? Do you feel an ache in your neck? Are your feet tingling? Do your knees ache? Is your left hip on fire? Do your eyes burn? Does your belly ache? Do you feel shortness of breath? What's happening to your body when you allow yourself to feel all of the emotion in this transformative fire that you are now allowing yourself to sit in? Just take note. Just witness. And however long you can stay in that space, do. It's like you are acclimatizing yourself to bring in, hmm, do I want to say darkness? Yes, to bring in the experience of this, which may be darkness for you, to bring it in and let it be okay. Let it be okay that you're feeling this. We're not taught to honor and allow the full depths of our emotions out. We are taught to suppress them, to perform in our job, in our life, to function. So now that you've made time to do this, you're paying attention to how it feels in your body. You're paying close attention. And then you need to do some type of movement to help this energy move. And I say you need to, I'm just going to say this is, This is my tip. These are my suggestions. This is how I teach it. Not only for myself, many, many, many times, ways, shapes, and forms. This is what I do for myself and with others. Then we need to move the energy. And for everyone, that's going to be very different. But it needs to include movement of your body. Right, We're customizing your body to embracing the depths of this emotion so you can continue to function, so you can experience the polarity of all the things that we're experiencing at once. Because here's the thing, we have to have so much grace for ourselves when we are in the middle of sitting in the fire of transformation because a lot of things can be burning down when we're in that place. 
and we have to have grace for ourselves. And you know what else is super common? Many people that are going through a, a, a transformative time in one area of their life, in another area of their life that might be going well, they feel guilty for feeling good when this part's going well because this part over here is really hard. It is absolutely possible to be experiencing extreme amounts of joy and pleasure and be crushed. It can happen. And so having grace for ourselves, that's tip number five. Give yourself grace and permission to know that what you're experiencing is normal. It's part of being human. It doesn't matter how spiritually evolved we are and how often we sit up high in the cosmos or sink into the roots of Mother Earth. We're still going to have a wide range of emotion regularly as humans. It's our job to determine how we're going to experience that. So I think this is number five. This is funny. I I should have written the numbers down. Number five, move your body. That might mean a walk. That might mean dance. I'm a big fan, a big fan of turning on your favorite song that matches the energy of what you feel in that that moment. Turn that song on full blast and commit to yourself that you're going to dance for the entire length of that song. Do it in private, do it out in a park. I don't care. You do it wherever you want. Take your clothes off, do it naked in your home. Do it in your car just by shifting your hips if you don't have privacy and waving your arms. Move your body. Just let it fully go and move your body. An added layer to that is sing. Turn on the song that you know all the lyrics to that we all have these songs that we know all the lyrics to that touch our heart when we speak them. Sing the words, move your body, sing the words, move your body. So here we're talking about all of these different ways that we experience the fire of transformation and what to do, which is why I want you to save this episode so you can come back to it. Spaciousness to feel it. Grace for yourself. Where is it located in your body? Then move your body. And now the most common question I receive next is, once I have done that in this moment, I feel good. A lot of people come to me for activations and clearings and sessions that are not necessarily weekly or regular, although I more, more often do weekly and regular sessions. And they get really, really clear and aligned and they release everything. And the thing is, is that it's not that it goes away. It's not that our experience in that emotion goes away with that one single set of tools that I just gave you. It comes back. We feel it again. We get triggered again. We experience it again. We're still in the fire. So this can become a habit that you create as medicine for yourself when you are in the midst of transformation, when everything feels like it's burning down around you. And this is, I'm talking very specifically around this topic because I know so many of us are experiencing this type of transformation that feels like everything is burning down. It may or may not be. So having grace for yourself, repeating this process. So how do we get back to living? That's the question. That's the most common question. Well, now what? Okay, so you've had a session with me or you've done this work on your own and in this moment you feel really great. Okay, 10 o'clock tomorrow morning, something happens, you're triggered, you're right back down, plummeted, back into the fire, 
your escape mechanisms get triggered. You go to your cell phone, you do whatever you do to distract yourself because you're like, oh my gosh, I just did all this work yesterday and here I just, I'm right back in it again. Common, normal, this is how it goes. All of us. Then you apply your tools again. If you have a set of rituals or practices or you're on your spiritual path, then hopefully you have like a toolbox available to you. And I'm just giving you a few today in this short period of time that you can deploy if it's the right tool at that moment. The very basis of anything else you do, I believe, needs to include acknowledging and allowing the emotion to be felt, whatever it is. Locating where you feel it in your body, just as the witness. Breathing through it, moving your body and allowing it to come in and out. And then when it comes again or you're triggered again, deploy that same tool or another. So here's another, here's another really powerful technique when you are in the midst of doing many other things and you don't have the time to go create an hour of spaciousness to process your emotions. And that is a breathing practice. Breathing practices are so underrated. I'm telling you, if you're listening to me, you know breathing practices are at the very core of pretty much everything that I do. One of the most powerful breathing practices that I've learned is to do two short inhales followed by a long exhale. It triggers all of the reaction in your body to relax, relaxes stress, relaxes your nervous system. It brings your body down into a more grounded, regulated state. And it's like this. I recommend a couple of minutes at least. If you can't do that and you need to go in the bathroom stall at work or at your family's house or your friend's house or wherever you're at, as many rounds as you can do in that moment. It will have an immediate effect. Another tool for your toolbox. You may also wish to journal, to write out your feelings. I'm gonna give you a, a ritual to honor the fact that you're in the fire of transformation here in a moment. But writing it down can, yes, bring it up. It unearths it. It goes into the muddy water and brings it to the surface. Yes, it does do that. Or another analogy is it, it puts your whole body in the fire where you might just feel like your feet are there and you're like wandering around it trying to go through your day and you're like, oh my gosh, my feet feel that heat. I feel it. I feel it. That like triggers like right there. I'm blocking it. I'm blocking it. I'm distracting. Oh, I'm going to write it out. Okay, now oh, I'm fully in it. So write it out. Journal it. I'm a really big fan of writing letters to people that you don't send, but writing it as if there's possible that you might. And trust me, I have sent a few. I've written some really powerful letters that I never thought that I would send. And as my healing continued down that journey, I decided it was the best thing to send. And I have sent those letters. Many I have not. A lot of our transformation that we're experiencing right now is in how we relate to others, our relationships. So writing a letter to someone is super powerful. 
So honoring the fire, honoring that you're in the fire of transformation. You may wish to take what you've written down. And, and if we're skirting shadow work for you specifically, if this feels like shadow work for you, because for some of you, this will feel like that. Although I have different practices for shadow work and I have a full shadow work journal that has a whole series of other prompts, exercises, and rituals to do. But if this is skirting shadow work for you, take those pages that you've written of what you are letting go during this transformation and burn them. Honor the fire. Burn them. Let them go. And now working with an f- element of fire, when you know you're in the, in, in, in the fire of transformation, you may wish to bring in more water to balance and create harmony within the element. You may wish to bring in more earth, which is going out into earth and moving your body. You may wish to create harmony with what you're experiencing through actually using your voice to speak it, which is air magic. We have to determine, is this fire something that you wish to sit in because you know this transformation needs to happen? This is real talk with yourself, with yourself, real talk. Do you need to stay in this fire of transformation or do you believe that the other elements can help you be guided into a deeper place of understanding? And, and I, I know that I'm talking about really high level information here, but I know that everyone listening has experienced exactly what I'm talking about, the fire of transformation in one way or another. And I hesitate to give you specific examples because then I don't want you to take yourself out of the category of being able to utilize this medicine you can give to yourself. So we've talked about the five or six areas that you can focus on to create spaciousness to feel it. Then we talked about how to journal and if you need to, burn it. We talked about using other elements to come in to your field to create more harmony during this transformative time. And then that question that I mentioned that people ask, like, what's next? How do I bring this into my day-to-day life? And my answer is super simple. It takes time. Integration takes time. Whether we are up-leveling up and having the most massive amount of joy and activation and we're not grounded because everything is so magical right now and we can't get steady and we're like too much air and we're, we're like floating and we don't feel grounded and we can't connect and we can't focus. That's just as important to give yourself time as it is when you are in the depths of the muddy water. Give yourself time. If you're looking to do more rituals to support this transformative time, I invite you to create a specific altar for this transformation you're experiencing. Create a specific altar. Honor the directions, and I won't go into that today. We've talked about altars a lot on this show. If you have questions, you know how to reach me. Of course, my site is moontempleschool.com. You can find me there. You can join class. You can find me on all the social media. But create an altar that is representative of the transformation you're experiencing. And if you wish to call in any of your guides or your ancestors or deities or God or the goddess to come in and support you, do it at an altar space. Allow them to come in because we can't forget that we are never alone. We always have support from the other side of the veil. All right. This has been important for me to talk about for a couple of reasons. Number one, because I am seeing an endless amount of humans experiencing transformation right now and and really just don't know how to bring the tools that they actually already have 
at their disposal into the practice. And the other thing is I recognize that when we are in a human crisis, a spiritual crisis, a soul crisis, any type of crisis, we forget, (laughs) we forget what is right in front of us that we know to do, myself included. I have to check myself sometimes when I am in deep ceremonial magic or in deep transformation with others or with myself in my own human life. I go through it just like you. Sometimes I forget. I I have to come back to my toolbox and remind myself, what medicine do I need in this moment? And the moment I ask that question, I always know. Whether it's meditation, rituals, or the steps that I just described to you, or if it's just straight hour of dancing at two o'clock in the morning, because that's the only time I have, that's what I'll do. Ask yourself, what medicine do you need in this moment? I hope this has been helpful. Thank you for joining me on this path as we all continue to go through massive transformation. If you haven't yet joined me in Mystery School, sign up for one of the classes, or I'm not sure exactly when this is going to come out, but our next Making Magic is always live and available for you to join. We have many levels and ways that you can choose to commit to your own path of transformation, to bringing your own magic forward. And I promise... I will take you there. Whether you start at the very beginning or whether you're ready to jump into your own temple keeper and turn your full spiritual gifts on and bring them into your human existence, that's what I specialize in. That's how I'll help you. So thank you for listening. If this show has helped you, please share it because sharing is caring. And of course, your ratings and reviews are always super helpful, but sharing is caring. We know that others can use our support too. Thank you for listening and we will be back. Thank you for joining us today. On any of your favorite listening apps, we would really appreciate a rating and review. And if you're looking for more information, make sure that you go to moontempleschool.com and you can find us there. 